morning, Eddie Koffeltz. Happy Thursday, or whatever day it is. Thursday, March 94th. Uh, 94 years ever. into it. <laughs> They're just, I said to a friend yesterday on the phone, which I have an unbelievable phone story for you. I said to a friend yesterday on the phone, it feel, the weekends feel different, but Monday through Friday feel like Groundhog Day. You're like, I don't know. Oh. I know I'm doing the same thing oh, I did yesterday, yes. and I have to do it again tomorrow. And then it's my Sabbath, and then it's Sunday. I do know that, but that's as much as I know. Right, because they're so exactly the same. Like, everything. I'm, I'm wearing exactly this, the same. I'm wearing generally the same thing, hitting record, uh, talking to you. Then we stop, uh-huh. and the girls are outside. Hello, good morning. Off, like, <laughs> it's, the, they haven't and run no, by the window in a few days. They're over a, Well, we've all, we've all been taking advantage of the fact that we could just sleep in. And uh-huh. so, hold on. Why are we getting up at seven? Let's. Yeah. Well, why? Why not? We can just do an extra forty-five minutes on the back end of the school day, and so uh, we've been sleeping in. Um. Yeah. So Groundhog Day, and you were on the phone last night. It does oh, feel like that, Eddie, doesn't it? I just. You aren't even ready for what happened to me yesterday. I literally I, am just picking up my cup of coffee. Okay. And sitting back in the it chair. It won't be long. It won't be long. Okay. Well, uh, there. I went. I finished my work day, did the mini BFF book club, went and worked out in yep. my neighborhood, came back and did a little workout in my house. And then it was time to FaceTime with my friend Cheryl for her birthday. Cheryl. Happy birthday, yes. Cheryl. And I have an iPhone where I can go, hey, Siri. And I, she's about to say, she thinks I'm talking to her right now. Siri does. I can, I can say her name and then I can say, FaceTime Cheryl. And then okay. it rings. <clears throat> right, no problem. Uh oh. What could possibly go wrong? So, <laughs> what could go wrong? That's very normal. And mm-hmm. Cheryl is a very unique name. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not saying like call Matt. There's probably yes. 20 of them in there. That's right. And for full disclosure, well, no, I don't need a full disclosure. We'll just tell the story. Well, that 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 made it more interesting is that there was something to full disclose that you didn't yeah. disclose. So we can just yeah. we can just roll with it there. So we'll fine, just sure. roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I say her name, hey, S-I-R-I, FaceTime, yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. And I'm across the room because that's modern technology. Okay. And Cheryl, Siri says back to me, FaceTiming Daryl Johnson. Darryl. I <laughs> have not talked to this man in years. Yeah. I don't, we would never FaceTime. We didn't, we were like a romantic thing that did not work. And I am FaceTiming him from across the room. Eddie? <sighs> did he pick Eddie? up? No. I, I, oh, up. I ran over there so fast and hit. Oh. And hit. Oh. I mean, and I just a stood there. miles and I was an like, hour, you made it to what's that happen- phone. What is happening? What do I, what, what, what's the next move, Eddie? What's I the am next move? So grateful that, you, that Siri says, you know, FaceTiming or calling Daryl, whatever, that you have that moment of just, you, of realization, like you have an, a split second by which to mm-hmm. do the, probably the best part of your workout, which yes. was a full on <laughs> unbelievable yes. in my socks sprint across yes. the house. Yes. And so you never never call them. No. And for full disclosure, I will full disclosure that some details have been changed <laughs> for the safety yeah. of everyone. Oh, but like every name. I see. The whole story is a hundred percent true. 
okay, you'll text me all the real names at some point, right? So I can know. So, because I'm like, Daryl Johnson, you really just blew this guy up on a podcast? Oh, no, I see. Oh, no. That's amazing. Annie, I Annie. could, I couldn't, I don't, I still am asking you an actual question. What do I do? Because uh, at this point, it, I, uh, it, okay. it's, it's happened. It's just okay. happened. I'm throwing my phone in the ocean. I'm starting a new life. But, but so, so so it never connected with him. But on his phone, it certainly says missed FaceTime call uh-huh. from uh-huh. Franny Q Pounds. <laughs> Since we're not using real names, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, I don't know why it didn't just turn into G. Just I don't G know. Is funnier. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so is, the the question is, it depends on what kind of narrative you want. Do we want rom-com narrative where this is actually like, like the cute way you guys reconnect? Or would that actually be a bad scenario and we just need this to go away and we need to figure out a plan B if he texts you and goes like, hey, did I miss a FaceTime call from mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. The thing that we, we don't really have to solve this. The thing that, um, <laughs> that I want us, I, I like don't, I had to tell you because I think it's the worst thing that could happen to a person. I mean, as soon as I hang up and I called Cheryl. She, sa- she said mid-pandemic. I love it. Right. Yes, it's the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great point, great point. In my current trapped life, when the world right. is upside yes. down, no, I know, and I, I know, do I not know what day of the week it is, this is as uh, emotionally taxing a thing could happen to a person. Oh, no, I get it. It's like that moment when you've, when you've crossed over from having to pee to like, you know, you're going to pee your pants now. That uh-huh. feeling of terror is like, uh-huh. it was like, I would rather be chased by a person with a knife <laughs> than feel what I'm feeling right now. I'm about to pee myself in a car. <laughs> I mean, right? it was Cheryl's birthday and we still spent the first six minutes me oh, just yeah. hitting my head on the table going, what are the chances that would happen to me, Cheryl? I said your name clearly. I'm fine that, yeah, because are the they, details uh, need to be changed. I can't tell you why it's totally it is totally yeah. fine and it's totally fine and great and whatever that it happened. Yeah, yeah. But the story itself is horrifying. It's just horrifying. The story is horrifying. We all empathize, and I will also. I rarely break the fourth wall here, but speaking on behalf of the listeners. One of the best parts of the story was hearing you tiptoe around every single detail of it and realizing <laughs> from the very beginning of it, what is happening? She is like talking all like choppy and pausey. I, and what's I just want to tell you the story and it's just not yeah. fair to not <laughs> do it. And not. I can change. I change enough that it's fine with everyone. Yeah. And, but it's a hundred percent the, the, the story is 100% true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well. I mean, my life, Eddie, my life. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Well, I I mean, Siri is kind of awful. She does miss stuff all the time. I know. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't use it anymore. There's I also just won't the, use her across the room anymore, I for th- sure. I think that's the problem. I think that the further away you get, probably there's somebody that actually knows the answer to this. But the less accurate it gets. And and I think that if you have got someone like Daryl, who does rhyme <laughs> with someone like Cheryl, maybe we don't play it so fast and loose with house I echoes. didn't know. I didn't. It would have never crossed my mind. Because Siri, I even call said, somebody. Call no, anybody. I think I even said her last name. 
No, I didn't say her last name. And then Siri oh. said his last name. And I was like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You know, I didn't say that. <laughs> like, cause the next step, Siri should have said, do you mean Cheryl? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd have been like, no. And or she should have said, do you mean Daryl? And I'd have been like, no, no, no. Oh my gosh. I don't mean Daryl. This yeah. is not how I want to FaceTime Daryl. And that's not what Siri said. Siri yeah. didn't check in with me. She usually checks in with me. If I'm trying to, FaceTime Eddie and Brianne. Right. Siri goes, did you mean FaceTime Eddie and Brianne? Yeah, Siri. Of course I did. I said that. The one time I wish she'd have double-checked with me, she just moved right on ahead. Maybe she was just excited that she, too, was at the part, the center of the beginning (laughs) of a (laughs) rom-com. Siri's been like, I've... I've been waiting for this. So, <laughs> here, here, here. I don't want to belabor this, but I do want to ask if this is a, is a solution. What if you went through the n- names of everybody, man or woman, it's not just all old bows, but people uh-huh, who uh-huh. you would like, maybe it's like a really important business contact or someone in your phone that's very fancy. Like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, I don't want to like accidentally message Beth Moore, although she would probably uh-huh. be totally great with it. But oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Laugh. Just people that you're like, oh, this would be embarrassing. And just put an X in front of their first name. So Siri thinks it's like, like. Now, a, this a, is an interesting idea. She thinks the name is X Daryl. And you could, it could <laughs> never. <laughs> There's no way. Right. So support, suppose a person did have X's in their phone. Like yes. ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, ex-partners, ex-friends. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought of it just as the letter X because it's just almost yes, yes, impossible yes. to say. Yes, yes, yes. But you're right. But I'm I'm thinking out loud here. The option is: Do you delete their phone number forever? You break up in 2012. Do you do you delete their phone number forever, or are you do you put an X in front of it so that there is no way you ever see them or call them? But if they ever call you, it's not a number you don't know, and you answer it. Yeah. See, that's my reason for. Not deleting it because what mm. I don't want you to see is like, huh, New York number. Hmm, I wonder who that, you know, and pick it up and, and it's Daryl. It's, it's Daryl, and he's like wondering if you're up. If you want to <laughs> <laughs> f- FaceTime or something, you know, it's, it's Daryl in six weeks calling me in the middle of the night, all, yeah, wondering if I've, uh, wondering why I FaceTimed him. You want to know if Daryl's creeping. So, because <laughs> that's classic Daryl. So, what, to me, what, I, yeah, because there's a lot wanna... of our single friends listening. What What's your advice as a counselor, as a pastor, as a father to daughters, as oh. a person who dated and then got married? Oh boy, what do you how, What do you do with phone numbers in your phone of people that you are no longer dating? Yeah, I mean, I I don't actually know, and so I am not speaking from my typical ivory tower. But I would say for this moment, typically, if it's like if it doesn't do anything to your soul, to like if it didn't like make you flutter every time you scroll past it. And if it's just data, it's all just data on a phone. I mean, I have uh-huh. you know, I have my guy that used to do our pool two houses ago in there. I, I, why? Who knows? Because Stop who has bragging time? about having a pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's Florida. Sorry. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a brag in Florida. It's like an assumption. <laughs> um, but it's just like, you know, who cares? Ever, you, who's going to mm-hmm. go through and do all that? Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, though, if there is like one of those, uh, if there's a check, you know that your your soul tells you everything. If there's a little check in there where it's a, it's like a little it's a little exciting to have that, or mm. boy, it, may, it makes me feel something when I see that. Then it's not just a data point in a phone with a million other phone numbers and random mm-hmm. emails and work mm-hmm. people that you don't talk to anymore from two mm-hmm. jobs ago. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, and to me, I'm like, I'll get rid of the thing. So mm-hmm. for me, 
it's like Daryl doesn't Daryl seems like a punchline to a story that you're telling on a podcast. But if it's like an actual thing, like, a, oh, oh, my. And that thing isn't healthy for you. And you've determined that in better moments that it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, then I, I try to get rid of all that. Mm, but I delete I, it I keep, altogether. I delete. Yeah, because if you just temptation is hard. I mean, right. and I and why mess with it? Just why? You know, I, I just. But I think it's different for people get into that Billy Graham rule and dog on it as, you know, well, have we ever talked about this, the Billy Graham thing? No. We don't really probably we want can, to. If you want to. Why did I walk not into being it? In I, a... Had a, I had a choice to just talk about whatever else I wanted, and that's what I walked into. <laughs> Do you want to go a... back and be the person you wish you were? <sighs> kind of. But okay. the person, I, but I, so, yeah, anyway. But you are, the, it, it, talking about it is the person you wish you were. I know, that is, that is who I am. I just, but ju- yeah. I don't, I don't always know how to filter that through people listening. Because for sure. a second, I was like, I forgot. I thought it was just us chatting. And then I remember yes. like... That's how I feel about changing names is I always feel like it's not like... Right. I, the person I wish I was, I'd tell the exact whole story. But mm-hmm. the person I have to be is changing the names and some details so that everyone feels safe yeah. in my life. Yeah. I, I actually don't want to get into the whole Billy Graham rule because I think it just lights people up. And this is supposed to be a half hour of our morning altogether where we're... Uh. Yeah. Getting our getting our life going. We're thinking a little bit about where we're at with the pandemic, and we're laughing a bit and talking about heroes. But I will just say, uh, I take very seriously in my own life the avoidance of temptation, and I always trust the instincts that I had when my head was clear versus when my head is not clear. So to to me, I just I do not make good choices when I'm at all emotionally invested in a thing. Yeah. So like, like I was upset about something this morning before we started the show and it's just a thing with a, it's just a, it's, it's, it's it nothing was directed with, at me and everyone no, can know that we've worked it out. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with relationships. It has to do with just a purely business thing. It's not even IJM. It's just a business thing in my life. And I, it's just a situation I don't love and I'm gonna, just working through it. And I, yeah, I knew I had to show a reply text to bring in before I sent it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wasn't, I just, I, I just don't operate well without a clear head. So to yeah. me, if the Daryl in your phone, when you have a nice clear head and everything's happy, if that's like a, oh, I don't, I don't like seeing that. That doesn't make me feel good. Or that makes me want to text a person I've told myself before I shouldn't text. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like don't overthink it. Just avoid the, uh, just uh-huh. avoid the difficulty. Just get uh-huh. rid of it. But then if it's just nothing but a joke, well, who cares? Just leave it in there. So, you know, if Daryl calls and he's being classic Daryl, you're not yeah. surprised by the phone number. I mean, there will just come a time when we are all allowed to be in the same places again. When we were, yeah. when we are all back at speaking events and I'll I will be able it. to tell this story from a stage. This yes. is a great stage story with a little, though this stage, I'm telling it on currently is a stage, but <laughs> right, but it's, a it's mainly thing. just me telling you like, Eddie, you have walked so many of these men's <laughs> stories with me in the last, I don't know, six years that I, you can't imagine that I FaceTimed Daryl. Of all the people. I didn't. Siri did. To be fair, Siri did. No, but there's five bazillion contacts in there. Uh-huh. And almost any of them would have been better. Ah, uh, uh-huh. I mean, it just is. Uh, do we not agree with that? Just purely out like, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just purely out of, if... If I'm going to FaceTime Daryl, I want to do it on my own. <laughs> I want to do it on my own. Uh, I want to do it because I want to do it, not because Siri wants to do it. 
God, I, I can hear you talk about this all day. The I level can't. Of we have to dis- move on. The level I already of discomfort wanting, I, I need you to know I already want to delete the whole show and start over. But we're just going with it. We're 16 minutes in. I think it is a very funny story. Real talk. Can we talk show, about something else? Totally. I have something to talk about. But real talk, show talk that we don't even have to edit out. People can just hear us talking. I, I do think it's like fine. I don't think there's been anything identifying or weird. So um, okay, I feel great. like it, it's okay. But here's okay, what I want to talk. I would like to talk to you about a hypothetical. And I would like to lay Oh, this that's hypo- what I just did. Let's pretend like I just did that. Mine has nothing to do with my uh, torrid love life. Okay. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> Continue kidding. on. You don't have Go for it. Let's say hypothetically, a friend who you're friends with gets invited to go over to a, a buddy's house, a guy's house. And, the, okay. and the, the plan is this. A female friend of mine is invited to a guy's house or a male no, friend of mine is invited? Let's not make it male, female, but make it all just easy. Two buddies. All, all just two, two buddies. Let's do two guys. Okay. Two guys. Got it. And here's the plan. He uh, gets his own camp chair, puts it in the car, and he's also to bring his own camp chair and anything he wants to drink. So you bring your own soda, you bring your own whatever you want to drink, okay, your own okay. glass of wine. Yeah, because right? we're working you, in the days of a pandemic where you need to show purpose, up with all your purpose, own things. Fully. And the plan is get in your car, drive to the other friend's yard. There's other friends there, four to be precise. There's four in all. Everybody is sitting at least seven feet apart from each other. They chat for an hour. They pick up their chairs, get back in their car, drive home. No one goes inside of a house. No one uses a bathroom. Um, If you have to potty, there's woods. But there's nobody going to the bathroom. There's nobody shaking hands. Do you feel okay about that? Yeah, 100%. I think that's social distancing at its finest. Great. That's what I did last night. And it yeah. was incredible. Yeah. It was it's, incredible. Yeah. It's great, right? Annie, it was... Tell me what felt so great about it. Uh, first of all, I mean, we just have been, like the whole country, we've been taking the social distancing very, like, very seriously. And so for three weeks, I have not seen anything except for our grocery store that is, like, a two-minute bike right away. And our property. And so it was Uh nice just to be in a car and be out a little bit. The second thing is, it was nice to chat with, just to hear my friends' voices and just chat with them because we're not really good phone friends. And so I actually have not talked to them in a couple of weeks. The third thing is, they all have interesting jobs that I, that was, that they're very, like one is in healthcare. And so we were hearing all about that. One is in local government. And so we're mm-hmm. hearing all about that. And the third one, who was by far the most interesting, is a high school teacher. And the hilarity, and normally there's not a lot that's funny in this situation. Yeah. But the hilarity of him having to wrangle hundreds of middle, of high schoolers on Zoom is unreal. Like, <laughs> it is the funniest thing because I have long held that the funniest you've that a person ever is, or at least the funniest I feel like I've ever been in my whole life is 10th grade. Because, oh, really? You think you were the funniest at 10th grade? Oh, yes. Because I had, I don't think I was as smart. Maybe I wasn't as quick, but I was completely uninhibited. There was no filter and none of us had a filter. The filter was just make your friends laugh and they yeah, made you for laugh. Sure. And it was awful stuff that I would look back and go like, oh, you shouldn't have made that joke. But <laughs> but when you genuinely don't have that filter on uh-huh, and you don't know uh-huh. better, you're as funny as you can be. And I mean, I'm dying. And so he's telling stories of the amount of work that he's had to do as a Zoom administrator 
to keep kids from doing mm-hmm. the most vile stuff anonymously. And it's not, it's not like it is gross vile, like the but the kids are just misbehaving like 10th graders misbehave. Just being right. dumb. Right. Like if he does not make it so that they can't change their own names. Oh, the, sure. It's, it's, and he's telling me names and God I can't, I can't repeat one of them to you, Sure, but it's the sure. funniest. I mean, I'm, I was sitting there just like snotty crying. Oh just, yeah. It's the funniest thing. How little, and these are good kids. These are kids right. in a, in an IB class. They just don't have mm-hmm. it in them. When they mm-hmm. realize the field is possible to be changed, they're mm-hmm. going to change that name. And then, I mean, so he's just going through scenario and scenario, how he's had to lock down zoom. And I am telling you. The teachers are a special kind of hero, but also teachers figuring out Zoom with high schoolers are another level of hero because high schoolers are just so like my kids have my kids have no idea how to get into they don't really understand Internet. And so it's all just like, sure, I'll click this button and it starts to teach me the math. They don't have a clue. Yeah. Oh, oh, but oh, but the (laughs) but the high schoolers do. And it was my favorite thing. Yeah. Oh, that's very and, and just seeing people in person is amazing. Right. right. So to hear the story over FaceTime, you'd have laughed. Yeah. To see the full expression and th- to be in someone else's presence. Yeah. Is next level. Yeah. And it was just lovely. And it was different. Yeah. And also it was at the end of the night, it was like nice to come home. It was oh, oh yeah, hey, here's my yeah. here's my friends. It was like, hey, yeah. there's Bree. It's yeah. nice. Bree and I have long had like one of a very important rhythm of our marriage has been us forcing to miss the other person. Uh-huh. And with IJM, it's a little easier because I travel more. But that's actually been really good for us. We have pretty frequent, you know, in the old world, times apart, <laughs> go with our old, own friends, do our own thing. BC and, before Corona. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it was lovely and it was great. And I'm glad the hypothetical worked out because I was yes. driving back and I was like, should I have done this? Is this a bad example I've done for that, just I've done that yeah. twice where yeah. we go and sit in a yard and eat our we bring our own dinner, we bring our own food, same thing, bring our yeah. own chairs and sit in someone else's yard and six we all every time we sit six feet apart and every time we talk and I don't touch like I had to walk through someone's gate two nights ago, three nights ago, and I didn't even touch their gate knob. They did right. that. Yep. Yeah. And he was, and I will say, if you're a host on one of these parties, I would be as thoughtful as my friend John. He, like, gate was open, chairs were out, he had lysoled all the chairs, because he just, oh, every, you don't John. know everybody, you don't know everybody. Can I bring him as the hero today? Maybe. That's a hero move. John's, John, yeah, John would, well, first of all, John will never listen to this, because he will never listen to podcasts, and if he did, he would never admit it to me, and would just uh-huh. goof on me. It's, uh-huh. He's, He's the right kind of friend if you're on a podcast and think you're funny. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, he is what I would assume to, is like your Daryl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Still, yeah, I'm, you're, I'm you're level very of minimally oh, concerned level, about Daryl. Oh, oh, your level of discomfort is like candy to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I had to do it. I sacrificed for you. I knew I had to tell you. on. I wanted to tell you right when we jumped on, but I didn't. Oh, man, to see people uncomfortable makes me so yeah, happy. Yeah. Thank you for that gift this morning. Do you know one morning. thing we're under? I wrote this on my list yesterday. Yeah. One thing we are under seeing people take advantage of is food trucks. Is that surprising oh. to you? I mean, because we're ordering from restaurants and picking them up, but I feel like oh. there should be more food trucking than there is. 
I feel like they're still in operation, but it would seem as though this is the golden age of food trucks. You would think so, but I feel like I don't hear people talking about ordering from them. I don't hear or see on the internet food truck owners reminding us where they are. I wonder if there's some reason they can't operate? No, well, maybe this is state by state. Like, I know they're operating in Gainesville, but I would feel as though they would be like, uh, I feel, I I realize I say like a lot. It's kind of a tick. (laughs) I'd like to stop saying that. I've listened back to the show yesterday. I say it all the time. (laughs) And I know what I'm doing. I'm giving my brain a stutter step to come up with the thought, but still keep talking. And all I need is just that little click. But it's, it's a way of replacing um, but I need to stop saying that. I, on the top of my preaching notes on every single, um, whoops, on every single talk, it says, do not say right, question mark. Right. I say slow down. <laughs> I do that a lot when I'm teaching. Yeah. You say right. I say, tell myself to slow down because mm-hmm. I will come mm-hmm. out of the gates and here's half my sermon in the first four mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I do for 30 minutes? <laughs> right, right. Precisely. That's um, yeah. I do feel that food trucks, it is interesting. I don't know what the reason is. I feel as though food trucks would be in every parking lot of every major grocery store mm-hmm. and completely just blown out because mm-hmm. they define social distancing. I mean, you're usually not anywhere close to a person and people are really good about standing in lines in a social distancing line and staying six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend John was also telling me a story last night. They were actually at, there's a local donut food truck that's really popular here. And uh, <laughs> everybody's doing such a good job. Really, people are working hard, staying six feet apart. And these three college students who, by the way, many college students are getting this because they they feel as though they're invincible. Some of them are yeah. taking it seriously. Some of them are not. And I'm in a college town. And these three college students just like saunter up and is like, why is everybody in this weird line? And, and you could just uh, tell, like, I oh, see, I just said, like, but you can just tell that there's a chance they have no idea what's going on. Yes, <laughs> and they're yes. just, they're just thinking that school's got canceled for some reason and whatever. I would like to go get a donut and we're just living our best life. Right. And it is. <laughs> well, we're, again, we're, we can't talk about college kids, but we can talk about, because I love them. I we do can too. talk well, about. It's, um, oh, it's, it's the second funniest time in your life. Yeah, they're great. I, I love living in a town full of college students it is one of my favorite parts of my life i would be sad not to live in a college town i forgot oh i do too it's vibrant and fun and both orlando and gainesville have been great college towns i love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and always good food there's always good food around i don't think i realized that orlando is a college town sorry well it's a big town but it also has a huge college in it and so if you live closer to it which school uh, university of central florida oh sure it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a like big football. They think they're a big. They football were. They school. yeah. They were a big football school, right? Yeah, but I mean, you're a Georgia fan. I'm a Gator fan. I think yeah, we know yeah, football we school. It. We yeah, don't even good. like each other. We can both agree. UCF is not a football school. Sure. And I want you all to get on Twitter and blast me today about that. And I, it feeds my soul. <laughs> Give it to me. I love it. I love disliking UCF publicly. <laughs> Honestly, great school. would be very proud if my children went there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but come on. Yeah, say all that stuff now. Yeah, 70,000 um, students there, though. It's huge. The school. donut truck in your town, do you love it? I love a donut truck. I do. You know, you know I have very strong opinions about these donuts. So <laughs> what's the go-to donut for you? Like when you go, like, 
I'm not going to stop this. I'm going to crack this code. I've got to stop this. Okay. What's your favorite? If you go to a new donut place, what's the first donut that helps you set a baseline for the quality? So if I go to mm-hmm. a Thai place, I'm going to chicken param, Thai spicy. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to order. I've had that at every Thai restaurant. Then I'll explore the menu in subsequent visits. But that's what I have to judge. What's your mm-hmm. baseline donut? And then I'm going to blow your mind with mine, please. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> my very favorite is maple glazed. But what I start oh. with is a chocolate glazed. But my favorite is maple glazed. Chocolate glazed. Maple glazed. Yeah, I think chocolate glazed is a great baseline. I think the one I like treasure is an apple fritter. But I'm not get, they're so big, I'm not going to order one and it be bad and have a bad experience. So I'm going to lean toward a chocolate glaze and a maple glaze why and are, as my baselines. Why are apple fritters so huge? Because they are clearly uh. one of the best donuts ever made. But that's always the thing. I go to Donut King in Orlando and I'm trying to get one donut and an apple fritter uh-huh. is 11 donuts. Uh-huh. And you're, and that's right. You t- it's 11 donuts. You tell that's yourself, exactly I'm, right. I'm going to cut this up and eat it like a cake. But yes. I'm not. I'm going to eat it like a whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to yes. eat it. Yes. And I yes. won't not. So why are apple fritters so big? They're, they're as big as your hand. I mean, they are literally the size of your hand, my hand. And I yeah. and I love them. There's two in town that rival each other and are pretty, pretty rivally. There's mm. Fox's Donut Den. And then there's... In there. Love it. Yes. it's um, Their apple fritters are un. Believable, and then there's Dixon Donuts that's kind of out in the burbs a little bit, and they are they they're they have a stamp they put on their boxes, home of the best apple fritters. Oh, Billy, settle down. No, but good for for them. (laughs) What's your what's your baseline? What do you test with? Sour cream donut. Ew, really? What if they don't have that? I gosh, I haven't had one of those in so long. Then it is definitely out of the running of a donut place I like. Ah, so if they don't have a sour cream, if they don't have the cake, one cakey donut for you cake, to partake. Sour, sour cream donut. And if you've never, if people have never had a sour cream donut, it is deceptive. There's nothing savory about it. It is a sweet glaze over top of the whole thing that does have its base in sour cream, but it the name sour cream does, deceives it. It's You don't like, have to worry. A lot of people know that sour cream is used in sweet things. Does Daryl? I think they do. Do they not? I, I just asking, want to relieve did, you of the I, you fear. I just asked you if Daryl knows, and I just oh. wanted to, and then you didn't hear <laughs> didn't me, hear and then it got that. quiet, and now, and now I'm I sweating. That I've, he knows. I don't know if he knows. <laughs> what, what's what's Daryl's favorite I mean, donut? I don't know. I can't know. I don't know. Oh, oh I don't know his favorite donut. Um, I just and, googled sour cream donuts just because I hadn't seen them in so long. How do they make those? How do sour cream donuts always have that different shape? That little I know moat. that lip. That moat is... How do they do that? I don't know. But a sour cream donut, to me, for my palate, there could be nothing better. Yeah, that, they are so, delicious. I'm glad to see their picture again. Spalding Donuts in Kentucky has the finest donut, sour cream donut I've ever had. Kentucky has incredible donuts. Uh, yeah, people were asking on the internet about your life in Kentucky. Do you want to say why you lived in Kentucky? Yes, we're also at minute 31, and I want to make sure because we've got oh, another 74 shows to go. So do I just put life in Kentucky on my on my thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And All then right, keep telling me about the donut. Yeah. Um, I think I've talked enough about the donut other than to say 
Maple glazed, great baseline donut. Sour cream, great. Ba- I'm curious what people's baseline donut is that judges a place. So that's and and I'd love to know the that's best a great one. Question. Yeah. I would love to know. So I have not been to this local donut shop because right now it's the best donut in Gainesville, and people seem to really like it. I also mm-hmm. know that I have massively high standards because I've had the opportunity to travel and have amazing donuts. Mighty O's Donuts <laughs> in Seattle, forget it. You can't. Mm-hmm. You cannot. That is a good donut. The Fox's Den in Nashville. You yeah. cannot find a better donut than that. Yeah. Oh, North yep. Lime in Lexington. Cannot. That donut will stop your whole life. Why would I possibly eat a Halo donut if it's not as good? Yeah. But wow. how are you going to know? I'm going to have to be a big brave boy and go get yeah. myself a sour cream donut and see if I like it. But right now, <laughs> yeah, I, just I feel don't like feel that, that might brave. be uh, at some point during before we finish these shows i would like you to do that but also you can handle your health and your eating however you want to whether a sour cream donut is right for you right now in the middle of a quarantine i don't know it, but i it, sure it, would love it has to be because yeah. if it's not then i'm because i'm trying really hard to care about my health but part of that is it 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 pleases me to have a donut on a saturday yes. Yes. so gotta figure out a way to make you know, Sunday through Monday, not a place where I also can say the same statement. I enjoy yeah. having a donut on yeah. Tuesday. I really yeah. enjoy having a donut on Wednesday. I enjoy, I I mean, I'm, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about the time that my friends and I thought it would be wise to do a donut eating contest. <laughs> and it is, it, it, you think, you just always think you can eat more than you can eat. You always think, yeah. with as much as I love these, I bet I could fill in the blank. And you can't fill in the blank. You can't. Yeah, you can't do what yeah. you think you can do. Yeah, n- 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 or you can, and you don't want to know that. But either way, <laughs> why are we doing all we can to eat all we can? <laughs> That's my problem. I've never done an eating contest, and I feel very confident that there <laughs> that the switch in me never goes off. Because I've never felt I, see, it. That's the problem. That's why you need to do one. Because I thought the same thing. And then I did one. And I was like, oh, I actually do have a limit. I thought I was limitless in my hot I, donuts from Christy, Krispy Kreme intake. And I am very limitful. Ooh, I don't want to talk about Krispy Kreme either. You hate them? I don't hate them. But I don't get it. They're fine. Even the hot ones you don't get? Yeah, they're fine. But I mean, it's just you, a dessert. It's just a dessert, but people talk about these donuts as if they are the be-all, end-all of donut. Mm-hmm. And I always just want to ask people, I see that this is a good donut. Have you never been to Donut King in Orlando and gotten the same exact donut from mm-hmm. there? And if mm-hmm. you ate them side by side, objectively, mm-hmm. this is a better donut. They're just, this is a better donut, sure. If you, North, you, North Lime in Lexington will serve you the same looking donut. Eat them both. That is a better donut. I just don't yeah. understand, but I, I appreciate the hot and ready. I appreciate the whole mystique. They have great branding. They're a nice company, it seems. I get it. Sure. But I'm always shocked when people say that's their favorite donut. Sure. No, I don't. I would, and I would agree with you. I would not say it's my favorite donut. I'd say when me and two col- male college athletes <laughs> decided. When me and two. <laughs> Yeah, here Welcome. in Nashville, two of my Vandy boys, oh when my. we decided to that we really wanted to eat, that there was a contest to be had, I it's, thought, I mm. can do this, and I could not do it. We have really peered into your private life today, haven't we, <laughs> Annie F. No, everybody knows about my Vandy boys. I love those kids. That's not, that's not a secret. 
Oh, I'm just trying to make it uncomfortable for you because I know how uncomfortable yeah, you are. Really I really do it. I, you can't imagine how much I want to delete the first 16 minutes of the show. I'm not going to do it. We're just going to let it go. Yeah. Let's talk about heroes, Eddie. Yeah. You want to start? I do. I have a real one. I'm sorry to turn the okay. corner so sharply, though. Donut Talk is very close to my heart. But I heard about yesterday, and I think it's been around for a, a couple weeks, but I'm just missing it. There was this uh, Asian American Christian collective of just uh, prominent Asian American uh, leaders, church leaders, academics, designers, just uh, who got together that wrote one of these statements. And we've seen these statements pop up over the past few years yeah. when kind of a group of people feels as though it is time for them to say something collectively. And some of them have been uh, unifying. Some of them have been polarizing. Some of them have been unifying and they're polarizing. But this statement, sure. uh, it's a statement on anti-racism in the time of COVID-19 and they wrote this statement, um, and it really just, the, the basis of it is, it says, in the last two weeks of March of 2020, Asian Americans have reported nearly 1,000 incidents of racism. And without mitigation, we expect the number to rise in the weeks ahead. And so it's really coming from, and, and I really would encourage people, I, I'll tweet out a link to it, uh, but to to read the, the entirety of it, but kind of a, a part of the base of this is the idea that this COVID-19 is from from China. Um, you know, and some people even called it the Chinese flu. And so they wrote this really impassioned, beautiful statement on, like, we, we need to change the rhetoric of this broadly because this is actually sure. damaging for actual people. And I heard about this from a friend uh, who, uh, who, who is deeply affected by it, is Asian American, and also just, he's the best person. I mean, he's honestly, I think in terms of character of a human, he may be the best person I've ever met. Um, mm. And I love him just deeply. And we work together and he doesn't feel safe going for a run. And he's not crazy. Like he shouldn't, like he shouldn't, he doesn't feel safe and rightly so. And I just, it broke my heart. And so I guess, I guess the long story short, and I don't want to use this as my pulpit, but the people that wrote it are heroic for doing that because it is scary for me. It would be scary and again, I sit in a place of privilege all the time. But to put you, yeah. yourself out there and to all of the people on social, both Asian Americans and people who are not, who have who have been supporters of this, who have signed it, I just I think it's very heroic to stand up and say, we 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 gotta do better. So yeah. um, and we can use our voice. So I'm doing using my voice and yeah, encourage others to do it the same. So that's it. That was my okay. hero for yesterday. One of the weird offshoots of all of this is that anti-Asian racism, which I think we can't have. So that's my hero. Yeah. Thanks, AFD. That's great. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone yesterday with a friend of mine, and we are both former elementary school teachers. Mm -hmm. And we are talking about the complexity of schools. Like the state of Georgia said, no one's going back to school this year. Yeah. And it, yesterday, the governor said that. And you just think, man, those there are so many kids who are in bad situations, and the teachers know. And the teachers have to figure out, like, like it's not even about educating them. It's how do you go to sleep at night knowing mm -hmm. that some of the kids you were concerned about all year, you don't see again. Yeah. And and so teachers today are my are the people I can't quit thinking about. Of And, I mean, of course, the children and the situations and the, you know, all that too. But we only do one hero day. And today my hero are the teachers who are losing sleep over the safety of their students that they may not see again this school year. Safety of the students is key in that too. It's yeah. It's one thing. You're, they're losing sleep over educating the students who 
all have iPads and are ready to go and are doing this brave new world. But there are students and kids that are just fading into the distance that it's very hard yeah. to, to know how to, as a teacher, how to love them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That is very yeah. heroic. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing. That's it. You said it. it's one thing to educate them. It's another thing to worry about their well-being and be unable to help. Yes, yes. But they they aren't totally unable to help. There's social workers are still being heroic and doing their jobs. There are, you know, drive-bys. Their teachers are doing drive-bys constantly. I'm seeing videos of that with my friends, kids. And so, yeah. But, um, and we get to partner this week with IJM to bring yes. an extra hero. And you, Eddie, I know you know this one, but IJM is fighting to end slavery around the world. And as you've heard, we've been telling beautiful stories of rescue and restoration this week and last week. And today's hero is a kid named Luke. Oh, love Luke. Luke. I know. <laughs> so Luke has a condition that's left him immunocompromised. And mm-hmm. in 2017, he got to do a Make-A-Wish trip to Legoland and Disney World, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I love it. And his grandpa gave him $20 to spend on a souvenir, but he decided not to. They wanted to spend it on something bigger, is what he said. Yeah. And later that year, when Luke and his family were at church, he learned that there are people in slavery. And when he came from home from church, he told his mom, I want to give my money to those slavery people because I don't <laughs> want them to be called slavery people. I know. I want them to be called by their names, which I think is so sweet. Yeah, yeah. There's just so much complexity f- to y'all doing this work and ending violence and slavery. But Luke gets it, you know, like people shouldn't be slaves. They should be free. <laughs> Oh, they should yeah. be called by their names, right? Totally. And so, the simplicity of, not the simplicity, but the way a kid is able to boil down. I mean, yes. We, we got to be looking to our kids because they are, yes. they've, they've got a lot of perspective on this, on a, on big things. And Luke had a ton of perspective that yeah. I love. I love the story of Luke because. What a hero. I love him. So you can join Luke in the work to end slavery by giving $24 or more each, each month as a freedom partner with IJM and the consistent gifts make it possible for IJM to show up for children and families and slavery around the world. So to become a freedom partner, you go to IJM.org slash be a hero and enter your information. It's quick and simple. It'll help a countless number of people around the world. So IJM.org slash be a hero. Man, that makes me happy. Well, we covered Luke, a lot of ground today. Oh, kind of, kind of, kind of a long show, but we had kind of a long show. We, it's going to be real easy to cut the first sixteen minutes. No, we'll still have a thirty-minute show. <laughs> Everybody gets to hear it. <laughs> if they're going to hear about my sour cream donut, they're going to hear about your Siri thing. Sure, your gentleman caller. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> That'll do it. I'm good. <laughs> That'll do. Okay, everybody, uh, go wash your hands. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye, buddy. <laughs>